It is time for your favorite Android podcast from the crew of BlindAndroidUsers.com. Kick back, relax, and enjoy another fine episode from these Google fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome to episode 59 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. I'm Ed Green and I'm here with my co-hosts Warren Carr, Austin Pinto, Fee Dunn and Doug Cameron. It's another busy show for you today. We have our usual announcement section from Austin. Our Android Basics section this week is all about the app drawer. In the app of the week, Warren visits the AVS converter. In the tip of the week, I demonstrate reading a document in Google Docs. And Warren has his usual highlights from TalkBack. I'm going to start with Dougie, darling. We haven't heard from you for ages. How are you, pet lamb chops? Oh, God, lamb chops. Disgusting. But, you know, I'm good. Um, just been busy with work, getting sidetracked with a whole bunch of projects that take up, like, my entire freaking life. Well, it's great to have you back. Austin, what's going on? Everything is good. Uh, Mumbai is getting some rain now. So we are back in the rainy season and all the COVID restrictions are lifted. In spite of the numbers going up, all the schools and everything are open. So Mumbai is no longer under lockdown. Well, Austin's making it rain. Yeah, I'm making it rain. <laughs> wow. At least you've got everything open. That's a good thing. Even if cases are going up, we can uh, debate the sensibleness of that. But at least things are open. Feeingtons, what's going on? Um, London's been grey and cloudy and cold today, but not raining. So that's good. And um, yeah, it's always nice to have dry weather. So yeah, not bad. Not bad. And Warren? So I'm doing well. Uh, the weather is getting better. We have been steady in the 30s. And boy, what a change that is because um, all that snow and all of that, finally, it's like rain coming down from the roof. Of course, local rain, water melting down. And it's a beautiful sight. It's like torrents of water coming down. So we're up into the 30s. And I'm glad to see that happening because uh, we've been kind of a little bit concerned with all that stuff sitting up there. And it's good to see that things starting to melt. But then we still have a lot of stuff on the ground. And I thank God we're not having or we haven't had any snow in like over a week now. So that's good. No, well, that's one thing, even if it is a little wet. Yeah. Austin, what's happening in the announcement section? This time, the announcement section has been very quiet, but we would like to thank all our listeners that attended the Voxmate webinar hosted by our team and Voxmate team. Thanks for attending that. And also, we are trying to make some changes to the website and monetizing it. And I think Doug will be more uh, better to talk about that. Yeah, so basically what we're doing is we're adding some advertisements throughout the websites so that we can gain some passive income to continue bringing more features to the websites, to all the viewers, 
as well as being able to maintain a level of ability to obtain technology, whether it's through us purchasing or through sponsorships. So over the next coming months, we're going to be seeing more ads going up on the page. Um, specific products that we may mention, we'll add some sponsored links for those. If you have any products that you're personally a fan of that work well on your Android device, feel free to send us the info and we may add those as sponsored links and specific posts or connect them in with our uh, podcast um, sessions weekly. On top of that, we do have an international following. So we have had to ensure that we're both compliant with the European Union laws, as well as the privacy laws for the state of California. So as you access our website, we do have a cookie policy that pops up that we do ask you accept. Um, if you have any questions regarding that, feel free to reach out to the team and one of us will respond to you as soon as we can. Uh, we don't necessarily store all of your guys' data locally. That is all stored within our WordPress website. So if you have any questions, just contact us and we can let you know how it's all being handled. And another good thing to mention here is the fact that uh, the functionality or the content of the web page has not changed. Everything is still the same. So you are still visiting the same blindandroidusers.com. Nothing has changed except for that little cookie thing. Um, exactly. I know that sometimes some people don't like eating cookies. I personally don't eat cookies myself, but sometimes on a web page, I may eat a cookie or two. <laughs> yeah, we, we all we all have, have to share, so we're sharing our cookies with all of you. I was very disappointed when I um, first had to set, accept cookies because I thought, why aren't they asking me for my address so they can send me the cookies? Rubbish. Very disappointing, that. Uh, girl, I thought some girls like cookies. You don't like cookies, Afi? No, but I accepted the cookies, and all I got was to go on a website. Where were the cookies? I was hungry. You know? Oh, I see. You wanted it mailed out to you. Yeah. I got you. Well, that's the way the cookie crumbles. In our Android Basics section this week, it's all about the app drawer, an important part of the Android operating system. And I'm going to pass us over to Warren, who can talk to us a little bit about the history of app drawers and where we are now, and then we'll have some demos. Warren. The app drawer, or the apps list, or whatever you want to call it, it is a very important part of our Android experience, whether you like it or not. This is what I call the home of the apps. Every single app that we install on the Play Store resides within the app drawer. And let's talk about the fact that it did not start with Android. When we look back on the history of the mobile phone, going back to our Symbian days and the Windows phones, they all had their own implementation of the app drawer in one way or the other. Does anyone remember what it was like on a Symbian phone? You have to go in, into that menu and then go into something called, was it application or was it apps and, and all of that? Uh, Fee, you remember that? 
I do. I remember it very well. Loved Symbian phones. I still have some. Don't use them anymore, but I've still got them. You still have some. I like that yeah. museum of yours. I wish exactly. I had one. I don't have any more Symbian phones. Now I take that back. I probably have one. I don't remember what it is. Um, but so the question of Afdor is not something that got started with the Android phone. It started way back before us, and I'm glad they kept that, even though the implementation is a little bit different. From the home screen, one could access his or her app's door. Uh, was it a possibility back in the day with Symbian uh, to create a shortcut? I, knew, I know that we could create shortcuts to apps and things like that on the Symbian that we place on the home screen. But was it a possibility? I never tried to create the uh, shortcut to the app's uh, drawer on the Symbian. Was that a possibility? Uh, any, any of you I guys remember? don't know. I don't remember. I don't um, think it was possible, was it? I, I wouldn't like no, it to was say not, either way. It was not possible, but on Symbian, what was there? There, were, there was key one and key two. So there was two keys at the extreme, one left side, one right side, and you could program those keys to open some app that you want. Yeah, that you used a lot. That's right. You, and, yeah. and then after a while, you could uh, um, program the joy, joypad um, keys to do that as well. Um, so quite often, if you press the center of the joypad, it would open contacts. And if I, I remember if I pressed the left arrow of the joypad from the home screen, it would open a new message and things like that. Uh, all very geeky stuff. I loved it. But yeah. after a while, I think they did have a sort of home screen where you could. Um, I, I used to stick to the older version with the um, the joypad and stuff, but there was a newer home screen where you could have your apps and move them around. I think. Yeah, but so what I was thinking about was the fact that you know in those days you could actually um, add something to the home screen, maybe the Bluetooth or maybe the settings or whatever you could choose to make it go to the home screen. Uh, but I wasn't sure that one could actually bring the uh, folder of the apps to the home screen like we have. But so we have come a long way from those days and into Windows. And now on Android, I remember... The first time that I started with Android phones and looking at that history of it and the App Store, it hasn't quite changed, has it? Except that earlier on, you know, the pages were arranged as what we have on the home screen, meaning you can move from left to right. We didn't have that vertical arrangement. Does anyone remember when the vertical arrangement of the App Store got introduced. I want to say maybe NuGet, but I'm not sure. Austin, do you remember when we got the vertical arrangement? I think the uh, touch, the ice-free shell from the Android 2.3 days had that uh, somewhat vertical arrangement. But then the pages structure came in Android 7. Yeah, so natively, uh, it didn't come through till like Android 7, right? Because uh, prior till now, it was like the Samsung phones. And I'm not sure if the Samsung phones still have, you know, where you have to, you know, scroll left and right, just like one would on the home screen. I know that my old Galaxy S8 still has 
that horizontal, you know, arrangement whereby you're not scrolling up and down through the home, uh, I mean, the app store to find your apps, but you go left and right. Is that still uh, true? Uh, Doug, you have uh, the Galaxy um, S20 FE. So I'm actually just looking. I know by default you have the left-right swipes. I think you can navigate vertically, but I'm not 100%. No, I don't know. We're we're phone twins. We've both got the same phone. (laughs) Yeah, you guys have the same phone. So I think maybe Samsung still has that, you know, horizontal arrangement whereby if you are in the app's drawer. It's definitely a left to right. Yeah. So do you guys prefer the left to right or the vertical? I know that when it first got introduced, it was a little bit of a confusion there. And it's one of the inconsistencies that Google does. You know, you're used to something and they, they and then they change it on you. And so when they got this introduced, I know it was a love-hate relationship. Some people love it and some didn't. Now, I happen to be one of those that kind of actually just like that one uh, scrolling, that vertical scrolling as to hearing my screen reader says, page 5 of 15 or page 5 of 25 based on how many apps you have. So I just like that whole idea of just scrolling up and down. Uh, Do you guys, which one do you prefer? For me, it really doesn't matter too much because I put all of my stuff into uh, folders anyway. So for me, most of the time, it ends up just all being on one screen. So if it was a case of being in subfolders, I definitely would prefer the down scrolling. But as for the main app, for I, I'm I'm pretty flexible. I've had phones going both ways, so it doesn't really matter too too much. But so this is something that has been with us for quite a while, and I think I like that vertical arrangement. And some people prefer going from left to right. Now with the Samsung devices. There's one thing that I think Samsung has right. You can actually organize things into folders, even in the apps drawer. Is that is that true? Or you, yes. could, you could arrange things in categories. For instance, you know, where multimedia apps, you know, go in a particular area and all of that. And I wish we have that on the Pixel phones. We do not have that. That is the number one feature I love with my the Samsung because it makes finding your apps 10 times easier because you know exactly where you've put them. Exactly. So you have all yours in folders, do you then? You, you oh, make God, folders yeah. like for different types of apps, like travel oh, or whatever. Oh, God, or... yeah. Like right now on my screen, I've got 15, six, yeah, I've got about 16 folders on my home screen. And the most of them have a minimum of five apps. So it just makes it so much easier to find what I'm looking for. I'm just imagining it as a drawer full of apps now. That's a bit messy and some of them are right at the bottom and you can't find. (laughs) Exactly. So that drawer of yours there has a bunch of apps. Now and then you need to go in there and shake a little bit loose, huh? Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think I've got multiple drawers because I've got multiple pages here. So I must I'm not, have. Been... I'm not going to comment on fees drawers. That's oh no! <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh my! Oh my! Should we go back to uh, apps uh, and stuff? Uh, yeah. I, I, love I mean, you guys. I mean, in terms, in terms of vertical and horizontal drawers, I just want mine in a grid. Really, I don't want vertical or horizontal. I want both. Oh, <laughs> you want a grid, huh? Well, <laughs> yeah. my outdoor is a grid. Now, there are some launchers, though, that would give one that kind of feel, uh, the same kind of feel that the Samsung phones have. And Ed, you are going to be talking about one of such launchers. And I think... Was that the Apex or was that the Nova that have that same kind of implementation or something close to what the Samsung phones have? The one I'm going to demonstrate today is Nova. And something I should have said in the demo that I didn't, so I'll say it now, is that Nova is a both a free and a paid launcher. And if you want to get the ability to organize your apps, either in the folders or tabs, and I talk about tabs a little bit in the demo, then you're going to need to pay for uh, Nova Launcher. It's not a huge amount. I bought it a while ago, so, so I can't see how much it is, but I think it's about 6 or $7. Um, if you don't have the... Uh, paid version but you do have Nova Launcher it will say Prime after the feature and that will either tell you to buy it or to install the licensing app it's a little bit like ACR phone in that respect if you buy it you need, you need the licensing app installed as well so here is my demo of how to organize apps in folders using Nova Launcher. Hello everyone I'm Ed Green and in this demonstration, I'm going to show you how to create folders in your app drawer using the Nova Launcher. You'll be familiar with the concept of folders on your home screen. Think of your home screen like your desktop. Sometimes we want access to quite a lot of apps fairly quickly on our home screens. And to make that efficient, uh, we put them in folders. We've covered how to create folders on home screens before in episodes of the podcast. And you can go back to listen to those. I think it was episode 13 where we discussed it. What if you've got a lot of apps on your phone, though, in your app drawer? And you want that to be a little bit more efficient than having to scroll down all the way through the alphabet to find the apps that you want. Well, in a lot of instances, you're kind of stuck. Uh, your launcher won't let you do much with your app drawer. Again, we've covered launchers on episode 13. But to recap, if your home screen's like your desktop, which you can change, think of your launcher as your desk. In Android, you can get rid of the whole desk if you don't like it. Many people don't bother. Many people are quite happy with the launchers that ship with their phones. Every phone has a launcher. Google has a launcher. Samsung has a launcher. Sony has a launcher. OnePlus has a launcher. Xiaomi has a launcher. But there are also a lot of third-party launchers, some free, some paid. And for those of us with lots of apps on their phones, I have over 200. As I say, you can organize your apps uh, in the app drawer in folders, certainly using Nova Launcher, possibly others as well. It's highly customizable. I used to really like it, but it didn't at the time support talkback actions, so I reluctantly got rid of it and went for Hyperion. 
It does now support uh, talkback actions, though. So I took a little look at it and discovered that it does allow me to organize my apps in my app drawer into folders. This process bears absolutely no resemblance, by the way, to creating a folder on a home screen, but why should it? Creating a folder on a home screen is an Android concept. This one is launcher specific. So I'm going to bring up my launcher settings. The way we do this is to find a blank spot on the home screen and touch it. That sounded blank. Then do a two finger uh, single tap and hold or two finger press on the screen. Desktop previews, home screen one of one. Settings. And there are my settings. I'm going to go into home screen settings. Widgets list closed. Nova settings. Home screen. Set grid. Icon layout. Dot settings. And more. Double tap to activate. And I'm going to find the setting that relates to customizing my app drawer. App drawer. Set layout. Style. Opening gesture. And more. Double tap to activate. Open app drawer. Swipe. Tab bar placement. None. Double tap to activate. Tab bar placement. Nova supports the creation of both folders and tabs. And as far as I can tell, the primary difference is visual. If you create tabs, you'll have sort of settings or app category tabs across. Well, if you put the, 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 the tab bar at the top, it'll be at the top of your um, uh, app drawer. You know, you get tabs and apps quite often. And I guess this is similar. I'm going to show you folders. They do, they do the same thing. They help organize your apps. Door groups, customize tabs and folders in the door. Double tap to activate. This is what we want. Customize tab, uh, tabs and folders in the drawer. Drawer groups. Navigate up. Button. Drawer groups. Tabs and list. Unlabeled. Text. Plus. Double tap to activate. Labels available. Use swipe up then right to view. Not a brilliantly labeled button, but the plus will tell you it's an add button. I don't want to create a tab, though. I'm going to carry on and create a folder instead. Apps. All apps. Excluding hidden. More options. Button. Folders. Unlabeled. Text. Plus. Double tap to activate. Labels available. Use swipe up then right to view. This is what we want. Add drawer folder. Title. Edit box. Out of list. Double tap and hold to long press. Editing options available. Use swipe up then right to view. I have a couple of Amazon apps. I'm going to create an Amazon folder for the purposes of this demonstration. Amazon. Edit box. Title. Keyboard hidden. Double tap and hold. Button. Text. A. Now that button, if I click it, will let me set various color options relating to this folder. None of those will read with TalkBack, the various color options. It'll just say radio button. There is a checkbox which allows Nova to manage the colors for you, which will result in all the radio buttons being disabled. And that's in case you've, you know, you've customized your home screen and your app drawer to such an extent that actually you've picked a color you can't really see. So Nova will handle your colors for you if you want it to. Um, we don't care because TalkBack won't read us the colors anyway. Not ticked. Keep apps in main app tab. Tick box. Double tap the toggle. So as well as having your apps in a folder, you could also keep them in what it's calling the main apps tab. So, so if I have an Amazon folder and add all my apps to it, it makes it easy for me to find them. But if I also want the Amazon uh, apps to show in the app drawer alphabetically where they would, it'll keep them there as well. It's redundant in my view, so I won't do it. Cancel. Double add. Double tap to activate. So we'll add this folder. Door groups. Unlabeled and list. Text. Plus. Double tap to activate. Labels available. Use swipe up then right to view. Amazon. Empty. More options. Button. Double tap to activate. So on this screen now, you have... 
the first things would be items pertaining to tabs. So if I went, uh, if I if I swiped left from here, then I'd find a different more options button which related to tabs. Um, you want the one associated with the folders or the folder that you just created. So you heard it say Amazon. This is the more options button I want. Pop-up window. Edit and list. Select apps. Double tap to activate. So I can select apps now to put in this folder. Let's see if we have anything else. Delete. We can delete the folder, but I'll go to select apps. Select apps. Hide apps. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. Amazon. More options. Button. Acapella TTS voices. Acapella TTS voices. Not ticked. Tick box and list. Double tap to activate. So a nice accessible process. Each app has a, a, a tick box, which I can I can tick. ASI all four, all four, not ticked, tick, Alpha Backup Pro, Alpha Amazing MP3, Amazon Alexa, Amazon Alexa, not ticked, tick box. Double tap to activate. Amazon Alexa sounds like quite a sensible thing to put in an Amazon folder. Ticked. Amazon Music, Amazon Music, not ticked, tick box. Double tap to, ticked. Amazon Shopping, Amazon Shopping, not ticked, tick box. Ticked. Analyzi, Analyzi, not ticked, tick box. Double tap to activate. We've ticked a couple of Amazon apps. Uh, if I navigate up. Navigate up, button, out of list. More groups, more options, button, and list. Amazon, Amazon Alisa, Amazon Music, Amazon Shopping. So there's my folder. Let's go and see if it's in the app drawer, shall we? Navigation bar, home, button, out of Nova 7, Gmail. Double apps, Nova search, button. Play store, button. Settings, docs. Folder, Amazon, three items, and grid, 50 rows, five columns. Double tap to activate, double tap and hold to long press, actions available, you swipe up then right to view. And there's my folder. I, I have apps that I frequently access at the top of my app drawer because it's handy. I could have the folder uh, at, above those, so all my folders I could have at the very top of the app drawer and or get rid of that list of frequently used apps if I wanted to, if you wanted to make the folder even easier to find. Let's see if the apps that we put in it are in fact in it. Amazon Alisa, out of grid. Folder open. Amazon Music. Amazon Shopping. Double tap to activate. Double tap and hold to long press. Actions available. You swipe up then right to view. They are indeed. So the folder was created in my app drawer. Uh, it had the apps that I added to it. Uh, so potentially quite a handy feature, depending on whether or not you have a lot of apps and you want that drawer a little bit more organized. And I think, Warren, you have a demo for us in terms of trying to find apps, don't you? I do have a demo of the apps drawer or the integrated search that is integrated into Android 12 on a Pixel phone, especially. So if you are in the app store or apps list, whatever it is, you could actually do a global search right from within there. And I think it's a very beautiful feature that we have. And so here's that little demo on how to go about doing that using your Pixel phone. This is demonstrating the App Store in conjunction with the integrated search feature found on Android 12. For this demonstration, I'll be using my Pixel 5a, running Android 12 and TalkBack 12.1. For speech services, I'm utilizing the defunct Eloquence TTS. Google introduced a system-wide search found in Android 12, and it's a nice change. In other words, when I'm in a 
search area, I'm doing a global search locally on my device, and then there would be uh, online searches below that. That, like I said, is a global thing. And so when I am in the App Store, for example, I have that capability of doing that. I'll now navigate my way to the App Store by swiping up with two fingers from the middle of the phone to show all apps. In other words, I'm navigating my way to the App Store. I'll now put my two fingers down, swipe up, which opens up the App Store. Search your phone and more. Edit box. Editing. Showing English. U.S. Q-W-E-R-T-Y. Keyboard. Upon swiping up, we are automatically placed in an editing field. And my keyboard is up and it says I'm searching my phone and more. For example, if I'm wanting to search for an app, I could simply type the name of the app that I'm looking for. Or if I'm looking for something that is found within the system settings, I could simply look for that here without the need of me going into system settings and go dig up for that particular item that I am looking for. For example, if I wanted to look for something like Accessibility Suite, I would go to System Settings, into Accessibility, and all of that to find Accessibility Suite. However, here I could simply type in the word Accessibility and choose from the resulting items that show up after typing in Accessibility. I will now type in the word Accessibility or ACCESS and stopping there and see what results populate my search. Board A Alpha C Shop C Shop E S S I have typed in access ACESS. I'll now put my finger down from the top and see what we got. Pixel launcher access edit box. Settings. And then we hear settings, which is like a heading, and below that, special app access, apps. The special apps access. Accessibility, accessibility. We have accessibility found in accessibility. Time to take action. Accessibility timeout. Accessibility greater than time in control. So here we're getting all the things that have to do with accessibility, and the first one is the one I'm looking for. That's the one that says accessibility, accessibility. I tap here. Keyboard hidden. Settings. Accessibility. I am now in accessibility, and if I put my finger down. Downloaded apps. Heading and list. ABK screen overlay. Uh, authenticator. Uh, real bag. Off. BRLTTY. Dash lane. Off. Area or pre-step. Speak. Off. Screen reader, heading, talk back, on slash speak, display. You got the idea. So in other words, I am here in my accessibility section of the system settings. However, I did not have to go through system settings and scrolling and finding and tapping on accessibility. Instead, I was able to simply search for that within the app store by simply looking for the word accessibility or the word access, which brought up all the corresponding things that had to do with access or accessibility. That's 
the power of the global search. So in other words, if I did that searching, and if it's not something that is found in either of my system settings, in other words, something locally found within my phone, then there will be a heading that would take me to online either the play search or a global search on Google. That's how you use the power of the global search within your application area or within anywhere that lets you make a search. Thanks very much, Warren. So that is the app drawer, as well as various other drawers that perhaps we ought not to have spoken about. And now we move to our app of the week, where Warren demonstrates the converter AVS. This is demonstrating AVS. AVS is a media conversion tool. In other words, you can use AVS to convert one audio format to another or convert one video format to another. I'll be demonstrating AVS using my Pixel 5a with Android 12 and TalkBack 12.1. For speech services, I am using the ROD voice from the Acapella group. I am on my home screen now and navigating my way to AVS, I'll find and tap on it. Aves. Here's AVS and I'll tap here. Aves. V5.1. Aves. More options. Button. I am now in the menu eye of AVS and upon launching it, you heard it say more options. The more options is found near the top right corner of the phone. And then going from there to the left corner, we have a couple items. We've got add. add and to the right of that my conversions. My conversions, in other words, files that I have converted. Tapping on add will take us to where we could choose a file and convert. Let's go ahead now and look at what the More Options has. I'll now find my More Options on the top right corner and tap on it. More Options button. Here's the More Options. I'll tap here. Pop-up window. Clear all in list. Tapping on More Options, we've got Clear all. My converted files. Showing items 1 to 8 of 8. Next. Add file. Add files. Add audio from Android library. Add video from Android library. Rate us. Help us to translate. Privacy policy. And privacy policy, that's the last item. I will now go back to the main UI. Aves. I am back to the main UI and this time I'm gonna focus on the add button which is found near the top left corner. Here's add. Aves, please select what kind of files you want to convert. Upon tapping on add, we are told to choose the type of file we want to convert. We've got, starting from the top left, we've got... Video. Select video from library. There's video to the right of that. Video from the card. Avamoof FLVMP 4 miles per gallon Bob MPG 1 MPG 2... Basically, it's telling us the different file formats. Now, below the first item, we got audio from the card 
MP3 audio from an SD card. And below that we have batch video, convert multiple videos. Or to the right of that, batch audio, convert multiple audio. Those are the items that we have. I will tap on the second one below the top one, and that would be the audio. Audio from the card, MP3. Audio from SD card, basically from a storage. Choose files. If file user activity button go back, button disabled. Upon tapping on choose file or audio file, I am placed directly in my music folder. However, you could choose a different folder or location that has the file that you would like to convert. By that, you will find and tap on emulated. You could tap where it says emulated, and that would take you to where you could go find the file that you're looking for in a particular folder. As I indicated, I am in the music folder, and I have copied one file in here called Highlights from Talkback, one of my many Highlights from Talkback recordings. Highlights from Talkback underscore installment 15 underscore ditting with one finger dot WAV. So I have it as a dot WAV format, and I'm going to tap here to select it. Aves. Highlights from Talkback underscore installment 15 underscore ditting with one finger dot WAV. Out. Upon tapping on Highlights from Talkback, here are the items that were presented with. Starting from the top, we've got Highlights from Talkback underscore installment 15 underscore ditting with one finger dot W. It tells us the title of the audio, and below that we hear Audio PCM underscore S24 LE. 44,100 Hz, 2 channels, S32, 24-bit, 2,116 kilobits slash S. It tells us about the properties of the audio that we're dealing with. Now below that, we have several items. Starting from the left, we've got the following buttons. Play. We've got play, and I'm going right from here. Convert. Convert. Metadata. Metadata. Trim. Trim. Set ringtone. You could set it as a ringtone. Rename. Rename. Move. Move. Share. Share. Delete. And delete. Below all of those buttons, then we get the following. File details. We got file details, and of course, it will tell us all that we saw earlier, except that they are separated from one another, and here's what we got. Highlights from Talkback underscore installment 15 on... That's the title. Slash storage slash emulated slash zero slash... And it tells us where the file is located. 238.76 megabytes. Tells us how big the file is. 0, 15 and 46 seconds. And 15 minutes and 46 seconds is the length of the file. Audio details. Audio details. Codec. The codec. PCM underscore S24. And it tells us this is a WAV file. We keep going. Frequency. 44,100. Keep going. Channel. Two channels. Keep going. Bitrate. The bitrate. Dash. Metadata. Title. Dash. Album. Dash. Artist. Dash. Track.
dash year dash genre dash and that's the last one now let's go back to the top and find the second button which is the convert from the left and tap on it convert here's our convert i'll tap aves more options button tapping on the convert here's what we got starting from the top highlights from talkback underscore installment 15 under audio pcm underscore s24 le 44 duration 0 15 and preset here's the presets drop down list audio only keep only audio track audio only we have audio only audio track switch on disabled codec and we could choose the conversion codec drop down list mp3 mp3 it is converting it to mp3 however if we want to change it into a different format all that needs to happen is to tap here and go choose a different format i'll tap here and show you what i'm talking about pop-up window aac enlist tapping on that dropbox we have aac flak flak showing items m4a mp3 check mp2 og that's WMA that says ma. Og. MP2. I'm gonna go back to MP3. MP3. Checked. Tab. Aves. Drop down list. MP3. Now below that we have. Frequency. Drop down list. Same as original. Same Frequency. As original. Same as original. Channel. Drop down list. Stereo. Stereo. Keep going. Bitrate. Drop down the list. 128. You can go in here and change the bitrate. Trimmer. Switch off. And if you're going to trim it. Output folder. Output folder. Save in. In other words, choose where you want the output to go to. Slash storage slash emulated slash zero slash aves slash. So it's going to save them by default to the AVS folder or pick. You could tap here to pick where you want it. Delete original file after conversion. And you could choose to delete original file after conversion is completed or cancel. Cancel. That is how you use the AVS converter. Now you have a tool that you could use in converting your audio or video files. And that has been AVS. And now we have a tip of the week. When we did the demo last week with VoxMate, people were struggling to read a Google Doc. And so this week I show you how to open and read a document in Google Docs. Hello everyone, I'm Ed Green and I'm here very briefly to show you how to read a document using Google Docs. This came up on the webinar that Warren and I held with the VoxMate developers this week where people were saying that they were struggling reading uh, documents in Docs. So I'm going to open up Docs now. Docs. Double tap to activate. Double tap. Search Docs. Edit Docs. Double tap to edit text. Editing options available. Use tap with three fingers to view. 
And we're on the main screen. Docs is obviously a fully featured word processor, and we're not going to get into much of that today. Um, I am just literally going to show you how to uh, read a document once you've opened it. Um, the very uh, start of the screen at the top left, you do have... New document menu button. Double tap to activate. And that is where you would go to create a new document. We're not going to do that. I'm going to open a document I already have. Um, you, you'd have heard it say earlier, there's a search box here. There's also a list of files on the screen. So I'm going to open a document. And I'm going to use, actually, the document that uh, we had as a sort of basis of the webinar. So I'm going to go and find that and show you some of the controls that you'll see uh, on this screen. Search dots, edit box, open navigation door, signed in the network green or green 1000, more options, button. Sort by last open by me, row 1, view list, button. Box made and bow, Android with binder for apps, Google Docs, shared, row 2, column 1. Open box made and bow, Android with binder for apps with editing permissions. Your document is in dark mode. Dark theme has been automatically applied to your document. To preview and light theme, go to the more menu, then view and light theme, out of grid. OK, button. Box made and bow, Android with binder for apps, edit box, text, with binder plan, three ways to set up an Android for edit, button. Edit box. Editing options, labels, actions available. Use app with three fingers to view. So you'll see that when we opened it initially, it started to read it. But as soon as I swiped away from that edit box to the edit button, which is what we would double tap if we wanted to actually change this, we got very little. Edit button. Edit box. Editing options, labels, actions available. Use app with three fingers to view. There you go. Uh, not much there, is there? Even if I activate this edit button. Edit button. Edit box. Showing English, US, Q-W-E-R-T-Y, keyboard. Not checked, bold, button, editing, edit box. Editing options, labels, actions available, use app with three fingers to view. Still no text. And by the way, read from next item's not going to work. All that's going to do is take you through the controls in the window. So what do we do? Well, first of all, let's make sure we're at the top of the document. I'm going to bring up the talkback menu with a three-finger single tap. Talkback menu, add label and list. Actions. Editing options. Double tap to activate. It's editing options that I want. Editing options. Move cursor to beginning and list. Double tap to activate. And I want move cursor to beginning. Editing. Edit box. Out of list. Editing options. Labels. Actions available. Use app with three fingers to view. So what you have to do to get this to read, uh, as we discovered, swiping left and right won't do it. Uh, I'll take my word that read from next item won't do it. We're going to adjust our granularity, and I'm going to put it on lines. Windows. Swipe up or swipe down to read by windows. Speech rate. Spoken language. Characters. Words. Lines. Swipe up or swipe down to read by lines. Well, let's do it. Let's swipe up or swipe down to read by lines and see if we have any more success. To set up an Android. Heading 1, with minor plan. Three ways. To set up an Android. Phone for your clients. Heading 3, session start. So you see, it will read the document that way. Um, so it's not very efficient if you're a, a proponent of say all, but you do have paragraph granularity and you do have lines, which means that if you are someone who would typically read, say, blocks of text on a web page by swiping or on a computer, if you would use the arrow keys to navigate text, then this might be acceptable for you. And there you have it. That is how you read on Google Docs. And we close this week with Warren's highlights from TalkBack. We continue now with our theme of highlights from TalkBack. In our last installment, which was installment 20, we talked about the one-finger back-and-forth movement. 
It is that same heading that we're continuing today's installment, and this is installment 21. I'll be using my Pixel 5a running Android 12 and TalkBack 12.1. Since I have a dog named Zoe, I thought it would be appropriate to use the Zoe voice from the vocalizer group. Thus, I am using the Zoe voice in doing this demonstration. I am on the home screen and I could invoke my TalkBack menu by simply tapping with three fingers or drawing a line down with one finger and curving to the right to invoke the TalkBack menu. That is what you do if you happen to be using a phone that does not support the multi-finger gestures. Now since I have one that supports the multi-finger gestures, I'll simply tap once with three fingers to invoke the TalkBack menu. I will now tap with three fingers. Talkback menu. Actions in list. I tapped with three fingers and I'm told, Talkback menu. Actions. What I am looking for is the item that says Talkback settings. And this is the second to the last just above the text-to-speech settings. I'll put my two fingers down in the middle of the phone and slide them up which scrolls down the page and find and tap on the TalkBack settings. TalkBack settings. I will tap here to invoke the TalkBack settings. TalkBack settings. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. I am in the TalkBack settings and once again, using two fingers, I'll put those two fingers in the middle of the phone and glide them up which scrolls down the page and I'm looking for an item that says Customize Gestures. Showing items 4 to 15 of 15. I'll put my finger down, find and tap on Customize Gestures. Customize Gestures. Here is Customize Gestures, and I'll tap here with one finger. Customize Gestures. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. I am in the Customize Gestures page, and the heading I'm looking for is the one finger back and forth movement. I could switch to the heading Granularity and go find the heading that says one finger back and forth or simply putting down two fingers in the middle of the phone and once again gliding them upward, thus scrolling down the page and navigate my way to the heading that says one finger back and forth movement. I'll do the latter by putting my two fingers down in the middle of the phone and sliding them up to scroll down. Showing items 3 to 13 of 54. One finger back and forth, heading. Here is my one finger back and forth. In our last installment, installment 20, the one that we saw, was the up and down scrubbing movement. If I move my finger below here, you'll hear what I'm talking about. Swipe up and down, previous reading control. That's the one that we dealt with last week. The one below that is the opposite of that. Swipe down then up. Next reading control. And since I've demonstrated what the first one does, this one simply does the opposite of that. For that reason, I'm not going to go into this one. Rather, here's the one that I'm going into. Swipe left and right. Show custom actions. Swipe left and right. Shows custom actions. 
Now, by default, this is not the gestures, as I have changed mine to show the custom actions when I do that left-right movement. In other words, this is not the default that TalkBack comes with out of the box, but you can change this to do whatever action that you want. Almost all the gestures can be customized with the exception of a few that cannot be changed. For that reason, I have changed mine to activate the custom actions when I swipe left or right on an icon or an item that has some items or have some menu. In other words, think of this as activating the context menu of an item. In Windows land, we're talking about right-clicking or hitting the application key or the Shift F10 to open up the context menu of an item. And that's what the custom actions does. I'll show you what I'm talking about by navigating my way here back to the home screen and find an icon and show you what I'm talking about. Pixel Launcher I am on my home screen now, and I'll put my finger down. General Dictionary Putting my finger down, it says General Dictionary. Now, this is an icon of the General Dictionary that I have installed. If I swipe left and right in one fluid movement, that will pop up the context menu, that is, the actions menu of this particular icon. I will do that. Actions Shortcuts and notifications in list. When I swipe left and right, it says actions, and the first item here is shortcut and notifications. In other words, if I tap on the shortcut and notifications, it will take me to the page or to the screen where I'll see a couple items. One will be the app info, and the other one will be the pause app. I'll tap here and show you what I'm talking about before we come back. App info out of list. Pixel Launcher. Tapping on that shortcut and notifications, we hear App Info. And the second item is Pause App. Pause App. When you go into the App Info, for example, if I go back up, App Info. And tap here. App Info. Navigate Up button. Showing items 1 to 9 of 14. That takes me to the page where I could see things like permissions, storage, how much storage it is taking, and all of that. And I could also uninstall it from here and all of that. Uninstall button notifications, zero notific permissions, no permissions grant storage and cache, 600 mobile data and Wi-Fi. No you got the drift. That's what that does. I'm going to go back home again. Pixel launcher, home, out of list. General Dictionary. Now again, I'm going to do that left-right movement to bring up the custom actions. Actions. Shortcuts and notifications. In list. So doing that left and right, we are in the custom actions and we have several items here. The first one of which we've seen, which is shortcut and notifications. Now below that we have... Remove. Remove, meaning if I tap here, I'll be removing this from my home screen. The next item below this would be... Uninstall. Uninstall. That would totally uninstall the app. The next item below that is... Move item. 
move item. In other words, if I want to move it to a different position on the screen or move it to some folder, for example, I'll tap here and then move my finger around till I find the position I want to move it to or the folder that I would love to move it to. Below that is the cancel. Cancel button out of list. I'll tap on cancel. Pixel launcher. As I said earlier on, these gestures can be customized. In other words, you can change this left and right movement to do whatever gesture that you want. For instance, if you want to use it to activate your music playback or activate the read from next item or read from top or whatever it is. Remember, you could change this gesture into whatever it is that you would like to have your left and right movement do. And that is how you go about this left and right gesture. That's it from us this week, folks. Austin, how do you get in touch with us? For people to get in touch with us, they can visit us our website, blindandroidusers.com. They can email us with questions, feedback, or if they have any recording submissions or any products that can be listed on our website to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. Subscribe to our mailing list, Blind Android Users Plus Subscribe at groups.io. The links for Telegram, Twitter, Clubhouse, and YouTube will be in our show notes. So that is it from us this week. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. Later. And that has been another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. As always, we appreciate hearing from you. You send those email messages to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. For those My Android Journey stories, we encourage you to send those to myandroidjourney at blindandroidusers.com. Until we see you in our next episode, you have a wonderful day.